0: Stand by to the floor in five, four, three, two, one. Coming to you live from the rich heartland of Altamont Springs, Florida, it's The Vic Show with Victor Bowers, brought to you by Super Channel, WACX-TV. Take it away! big show. I wonder you know, I gotta learn the worst of these songs. You're sentimental and so am I. It's delightful. It's delicious. It's the lovely. Both cameras are the lovely. I understand the reason why you're sentimental, but so am I. It's the Does anyone know the um where this song is from by the way? I doubt you do. Yeah. I think it's from Anything Goes. It would say um show written by Cole Porter back in the forties and fifties. Great music, great music. And it's just, it's a good, it, it makes me laugh and smile along with the bubbles. And, and today we have a special addition to the, to the uh, Vic show lineup, Hot Pockets. <laughs> today, the Vic show is brought to you by one of our proud sponsors, Hot Pockets. Bacon, egg and cheese with a croissant crust. <laughs> this is what we're eating around here. Anyway, how are you doing? Where are you, by the way? You're there. Oh, no. Not ex president wig and matching bow tie or necktie. Rick, go back to that shot. What is that? Who are we? Who, are we being visited by somebody? Oh, hello, Mr. ex president. Dare I say your last name? Because I don't want to cause so much contention on Christian television. I don't want to become the Jim Baker show. No, I'm joking. I shouldn't say that. Anyway, that's our new PTX Wait, PTZ camera, and we're dressing it up Because in the Vic show, everything gets Everything gets affected on the Vic show Has a, that's a uh, what is it, a touch of Vic A touch of Vic, a little Yeah, all it's missing is a blonde cowlick Right there <laughs> <laughs> Quiet children, quiet Class has started, class has started Terry, you're super alive today. I am done. Uh, <laughs> is it, is it wigging you out? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. oh Rick, I can't see the wig on that shot. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, yeah, it's, um, we put a, yeah, we put great. hair on our, um, slider cam. Maybe we'll be able to show that to you one day. The slider cam has now become a feature. It's barely new, but that's a still shot. Anyway, I know. Next time, next time. No we'll worries. We'll oh, the- by the way, speaking of the wigs, oh, no. Rick, I walked in. R- what? R- where's Rick's head? Rick, where's Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> what is that? A man bun? <laughs> is that a man bun? Oh Lord! <laughs> I think it's a glory bun. Anybody know what a glory bun is? Oh, glory, glory! You don't know what a glory? glory glory bun? No, it's what the church ladies wear oh, in the yes! Pentecostal churches. Yes, yes, I grew up yes. wearing a lot of glory buns at being Assembly oh, of God, and, and a long line of Assembly of God preachers and um, and oh. people. Glory buns, it's the women. My grandmother, you know, dad's mom, she was Pentecostal holiness, so she never cut her hair, she never wore jewelry or makeup, uh, never wore pants, and that was part of the tradition. And so the women, and you still see them every now and then, now they're kind of fashionable, but, anyway, they're called glory buns. You know, it's, just, it's like, the Qua- somewhat like the Quakers, I guess, but it's all good. Anyway, <laughs> Big Show. I'm Victor Bowers, by the way. I don't know what's going on. Hot Pockets, um, Trump wigs, and glory uh, buns. Welcome to the Big Show. <laughs> Tuesday edition. We're just showing up today. We're continuing to... Ju- I wanted to move on from this, from this little series we've been doing. Um, <laughs> I think the crew had a late night last night. Yes. I was busy doing my Bible study at 945. But nonetheless, it's all good. No, um, yeah, just showing up, but um, the, I I just couldn't move on from this. So I'm gonna cont- continue to talk today on this episode of Vic show about showing up. That's what God wants. He doesn't need it, but he wants it. Yes. Jesus chose to get into Peter's boat, not because he needed a platform. Jesus could walk on ru- water, re- don't forget. So Jesus didn't need Peter's boat so he could preach to the multitude. Jesus wanted Peter's boat because Jesus wanted Peter. And Peter was tied to his boat. So Jesus went where Peter was because he wanted Peter. Again, Jesus didn't need Peter's boat to preach. He could have preached standing on the water. But he chose to get into Peter's boat because that's where Peter's heart was at at that moment. Right on. Right on. So there you go. Right on from that. Okay, so Hot Pockets. Um, any other any other business we need to take care of or why not Nothing? Social media. Social media, right? right. Um, chat is up on social media. Vic Show. Official Vic Show. On uh, Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. Facebook, You know, all of the, all the lists. And um, yeah, there's a lot of wacko-ness on uh, all the platforms, but we're there too. And I still have debates on whether or not to stay like on TikTok, because there's so much wickedness and (laughs) it sounds sounds like my father, but, and justifiably so there's, there's so much darkness in the world, but my perspective is that's the reason we need to be there. We need to be there. And we have to be careful. I realize when you go on these platforms, what's on there and, and the pornography and, and all the trash of the world, and it's what the world does. And so I'm not judging that, that's not my place. But I have to watch myself and be accountable when you go on these platforms, men and women, all of us, because they can be a minefield, visually or psychologically, emotionally, because it's raw and uncensored. And there's good and bad to that. So, but that's not the point of this discussion. It's just, that's where we're at. I think Jesus, I know Paul would have had a TikTok account. I don't think Jesus would have because Jesus left no writings behind. He, he, did, he, he was too busy to even write anything down. But others wrote down, of course, everything about him. But Paul was busy writing all the time. The apostle Paul was a, he was, a, he was nonstop. He had people going all the time, writing his things down in letters. And so I think Paul would be on, have a TikTok account and he'd be blowing it up. And so that's why Vic Show's there, along with other great ministries and many other people doing their thing on these platforms, reaching the lost, going into the fulfilling the great commission, going into all the world. And now all the world is social media. So find official Vic Show there, and um, fun will be had by all. So, but yeah, just showing up. <clears throat> I wanted to continue this some more. Um, right, Mister. Hmm. Hmm. Ah. How does um. G- how does it? How does the? How does the, uh, how does the ex-president Cam look right now? The shot. Oh, look at that. Nice. Okay. So just showing up. <laughs> oh, here's a little beverage. Why are we so quiet today? Or is it just me? Mm-mm. Okay. Just you. Okay. Hmm. extra frothy okay just showing up Moses showed up Gideon showed up Esther showed up and um, three pivotal players in the Old Testament that God used for his purposes not because he needed them, but because he wanted them. Moses was chosen, he had the right heritage, he had the right background, he had the right history, he had the right blood in his veins. He was, from, he was Jewish by birth, but raised in Pharaoh's court. And when God needed to perform miraculous uh, acts, miraculous deeds for his people, the Jews, who were the chosen people at the time in salvation history. They were the descendants of Abraham. Abraham was a man who God called out. Abraham showed up. He didn't have to. He was an old man, had an old wife. They were already, already in their retirement years and God started speaking to Abraham, told him to start walking. So Abraham just showed up. He just started walking and The barren couple produced a child when he was 100. She was 90. It's impossible. Except with God, all things are possible. And they they just showed up and God got in the middle of their business and gave them a child named Isaac. And then Isaac had two sons named Jacob and Esau. Jacob had 12 sons. And there was the children of Israel. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. God's a name changer. God's a way maker. God's a healer. God's a deliverer. But God's also a name changer. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. Jacob never ceased to be as long as he was alive. And when you read the scriptures in Genesis about Jacob's life, the writer, the writer the author goes vacillates between calling Jacob Jacob and calling Jacob Israel. Because within one man was who he was and also who God knew him, him to be. So there was the present And the future, there was the natural and the divine in one person who was born Jacob, but in calling and fulfillment was called Israel. So Israel, 12 tribes, 12 sons, 12 tribes. They went into Egypt to live and 400 years pass and they become slaves. And then a mighty hand of God moves and calls Moses out of the desert. Moses is 80 years old. Again, a man in, re- in his retirement years, God calls him and says, Moses, I need for you to show up because I have some work to do and I've chosen you. Moses, God had to go five times. God to, had to ask Moses to just show up. Moses finally did. Then Gideon, one of the judges from the least tribe who was a half tribe. Manasseh was a half tribe. And Gideon was from the lowest family in the half tribe. And Gideon was the least of the family. And God called him and God had to change Gideon's heart and God had to change Gideon's view of himself. God called him out. God called Gideon, who was a coward. God called Gideon a mighty warrior. And it took some time for Gideon to get it through his head, but he did. He just showed up. Esther, a woman who was Jewish, but was not born in Israel. She was born in, uh, she was uh, living down in Persia. She had never been to Israel, but she was Jewish. But she was there as part of the part of the diaspora that had happened after the Babylonian uh, Empire. She was born there, beautiful, and through a series of circumstances, she became queen, queen of King Xerxes, who was the ruler of the known world at that time. And he, she became one of his premier wives, the favorite, and she was Jewish though by birth. But no one knew it. She didn't tell anybody. Her cousin, her uncle, we don't know if it's cousin or uncle, but it was an older relative who was her father figure. She was an orphan. But Mordecai, who was her older relative, who took great care of her and was a father figure to her, who himself was high up in the government, told her, Esther, honey, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You got everything going for you. But your one thing that the, the, the one thing that they don't know about you could be your undoing. So keep it quiet. You're Jewish, but things things change. The attitudes change, and what we would call anti-Semitism swept through Persia, and there was a plot to kill all the Jews. And Mordecai said, "Esther, Esther, you need to show up because you have the answer." You need to go into the king's presence, and you need to tell him what's going on, uncover this evil plan from Haman, and to save your people. And King, Queen Esther said, Mordecai, I can't do that. I mean, you can't just waltz into the king's presence and announce that could be a, it could be my death if he's in a bad mood. I can't just do that. And Mordecai said, Esther, you have to do it. Otherwise, we're all going to perish, including you. You won't be saved because you're beautiful because if you're jewish they're gonna get you and so she put everything on the line and she just showed up and god anointed her and god melted the heart of the king and everything changed fast forward into the gospels there's jesus the word made flesh walking amongst us all the fulfillments all the prophecies all the words spoken through the old testament have now been personified, have been enfleshed in this man from Galilee, this nobody. Can anything good come out of Galilee? It's quite a statement. It's quite quite a criticism, quite a put down. Can anything good? Implication, answer, no. But apparently something has, and the man's name is Jesus, and he's from a little city called Nazareth, and we all know nothing good comes out of Nazareth and nothing good comes out of, you know, Galilee is kind of like the backwater of the region. It's, you know, there's a, it's just, you know, it's not Jerusalem. Jerusalem down in South of Israel at the time and South of Palestine at that time, that's where God lived, but God certainly never went up to Galilee. That's where the half breeds live. That's where the Samaritans are. That's where the Romans are. That's where all the 10 nations, the Decapolis, that's where they they're at. No, nothing good comes out of there, especially Nazareth, that's on the edge, that's on on the ancient edge of Israel's territory. But something good did come out of Nazareth, because it had been prophesied hundreds of years before. So Jesus came out of Nazareth, because that's what the word of the prophet had been, and Jesus is all the prophecy personified. So Jesus comes from Nazareth and starts his ministry, and amazing things start happening. And, you know, he just kind of pops on the scene. He starts preaching, he starts preaching a radical message. And he, he's not preaching something different than what all of his contemporaries had preached. He was preaching the same Torah. He was preaching the same prophets. He was preaching the same Bible, so to speak. But he was speaking, Jesus was speaking with great authority and power. That was the hallmark of when Jesus preached, people were Jesus, people were just awestruck with the power with which he knew the scriptures. And they would say, this man Jesus preaches stuff we've heard before, because it's the same stories, but he preaches with such authority and power as if he's lived it. They didn't know that he had lived it. He had lived it. He was there with Moses. He was there with Gideon. He's the one who called Gideon. He's the one who called Esther, the Christ. But now the Christ had become personified in Jesus. So Jesus starts his public ministry. And so he starts calling out, he starts fulfilling all the old prophecies. And he calls 12 young men to his side, symbolic of the 12 tribes of Israel. He's, the, the role of the Messiah, one of the roles of the Messiah would be to gather in all the lost tribes of Israel gather in. That's what God does. God's creating a family. So God gathers in all the fragments. So Jesus was gathering in all these lost tribes, symbolically through each disciple, each disciple, 12 disciples representing the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jesus starts calling. And so in Matthew 10, we have a good place to start where Jesus is gathering his crew and we'll pick it up there. So, Jesus, this is Matthew 10, 1. And when Jesus had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits and the ability and power to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now, the names of the 12 apostles are these. First, the first one. Simon, who is called Peter, so this is where Simon slash Peter shows up in the first in the first gospel, the Gospel of Matthew. Simon, whose name would eventually be changed to Peter, why? Because God's a name changer. Simon Peter was born Simon, Simon Bar Jonah, Simon son of Jonah. Jonah was the name of Peter's father, and so. Jesus is calling him out and he's the first on the list and Jesus stepped into his boat remember I told you that a few moments ago Peter was a fisherman Peter had a big ego Peter was strong Peter was a type A personality Peter probably had a sanguine personality sanguine choleric he was an outgoing personality and he could get the job done no fussing around no chit chat We got work to do, boys. He was a leader. He was a leader. So so Jesus put his sights on Simon Peter. Simon Peter was also a devout Jew. He He had a heart towards God. Simon Peter knew the scriptures. He knew the law. These were men, these were young men. They were probably in their late teens, early 20s. These were young men who were students of Torah. They were hungry after God. That's why they were drawn to Jesus, because Jesus was teaching the scriptures in a way that just touched a deep part of their soul. So Jesus calls first, according to the Gospel of Matthew, he calls Simon, who is called Peter. Then in um, verse, what's the next one, Nathan? I think it's chapter 16. Chapter 16. We go there. So later on, Jesus is traveling around. Uh, This is Matthew chapter 16. He's doing his ministry work. He's going around fulfilling the role of a Messiah before their very eyes, gathering in the lost tribes of Israel, healing the sick, casting out demons. He and Jesus is preaching the kingdom of God. And when the kingdom of God shows up, these things start to happen. Demons flee. The sick are healed. The lame begin to walk. The blind receive sight. The deaf can hear. And the dead are raised. Those are evidences of the kingdom of God. So Jesus was doing these things and preaching and teaching and drawing great crowds. Not because Jesus was uh, you know, uh, trying to get great crowds. They were just flocking to him. They were following him. And so in the midst of Jesus's ministry, things begin to change. Tides begin to turn. As Jesus is rising in his popularity and rising in his influence, you know, in today's parlance, Jesus would be a great influencer. He would be not a social media, and you know, you've maybe heard that term, social media influencer. But Jesus was a great influencer, but more than an influence, he was a changer. People's lives would change by his mere presence. But things begin to take a turn, and the dark forces begin to crowd into Jesus's life and things begin to, you know, when your ministry grows or when your business grows, you know, uh, uh, one great preacher I heard once said, you know, when you have a great light, you'll have a lot of bugs because light attracts bugs. And so Jesus was becoming a very big light. As a result, a lot of dark things were beginning to surround him. So Jesus was somewhat turning inward and he was trying to draw, draw his crowd to him. So at one point in Matthew 16, Jesus has a meeting with his disciples. And he says, who do people say that I am? What, what's, what's the word on the street about what I'm doing and who I am? What have you heard? And he says, Jesus says, who do you say that I am, disciples? Who do you say? And what they say. But what do you say? You see me up close. You live with me. We live together. So who do you say? What do you say I am? And Matthew excuse, Matthew records that Simon Peter, Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon, son of Jodah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. I'm changing your name, Peter. And on this rock, Peter means rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Peter, Peter, you're the man. You're the man, Peter. You're my guy. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peter, you're my man. You're the gatekeeper. I'm giving you the keys. And in the book of Acts, we see that Peter is the one who preached the first sermon. Peter is the one who went to the Samaritans. Peter is the one who went to the Gentiles, who went to um, Cornelius' house. Peter unlocked these three doors to the world with the gospel, but not yet. Some dark days were coming for Peter. Peter was going to deny Christ. In the Gospels, we see that towards the end of the Gospels, in every Gospel, there's a denial, a betrayal. Jesus is thrown under the bus when Peter is, is confronted the night before crucifixion. Aren't you with that man named Jesus? And Peter denies him. Peter denies him. And Peter loses it. This man who had had his name changed. By Jesus, man who was the right hand of Jesus now was denying Jesus three times in a row. And his life is destroyed. But something different happens in the book of Acts. Acts rolls around. There's after the resurrection and Jesus returns and and preaches for 40 days and for 40 days pours his life, his resurrected life into these 12 disciples and does amazing things. But Peter is still shell-shocked. Yes, there's been a a reconciliation of Jesus and Peter on the seashore of Galilee, that's recorded in the end of Luke. Jesus comes and reconciles Peter back to him, heals him emotionally, is a powerful, powerful story of internal healing, emotional healing that Jesus does for Peter, using coal, using a coal fire, a fire made with coals. But, P- but Jesus' words will become fulfilled. Peter, you're my rock. I'm depending on you. Peter, I need for you to show up. Peter, I know what you've done. I know you've denied me. I know you threw me under the bus. And I knew you were going to do it. And I even told you that you were going to do it. And you denied that you were going to deny me. Peter, so none of that matters to me. Because I knew it anyway. I chose you even when you were broken. You're broken now, Peter. Just like you're broken now. But God's choosing you. You just got to show up. But Victor, I can't just show up because I, here's my point. If God has called you and God has called you, if you are listening to this show, if you're hearing what I'm saying, it's not by chance. There is no accident in the kingdom of God. There is no accidents in the kingdom of God. Your mandate, my, my mandate to tell you is to just show up, whatever that means. I didn't want to preach this anymore today. I was done with it after six episodes. What is this, Netflix? This isn't a miniseries, but apparently maybe it is, because maybe you need to hear, just show up. Peter had to just show up. <laughs> just like that bell keeps just showing up. But it's there for a reason. On the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up, and he opened his mouth, and an amazing thing happened. But more about that next time on The Vic Show. Until then, remember with God, all things are possible.